Baruch Hashem, the learning, the learning this morning, the schar for the learning is not uh, muddled or, you know, mixed up with like bagels and stuff. So it's Hashem. It should be 100% l'shma, 100% ruch nis dekeperis. The gashmis also. Okay, so, uh, I think, again, Sunday morning we're usually learning Sefer Yeshua, which is, uh, is also in Yom Adiyayma, you know, Eretz Yisrael Dik. But I figured it is, it's Mama Shavas Thomas. So I figured we'll learn for a few minutes uh, in Indian what's going on during this time and sort of the transition and the movement from the three weeks to the nine days to Tisha B'Av, Ben Mahalach. So what we'll do is we'll investigate a, a particular piece in Halacha about something that sort of uh, develops, a Halacha that develops throughout the, nine, throughout the three weeks, nine days. And sort of, I uh, hope we'll use that as a window to uh, understand a little bit deeper what's happening right now in the nefesh uh, during this time of year. So it's like this, just a, a, like a, a minute of introduction. It, it's interesting, in Alpi Halacha, Medina de Gemara, according to the Halacha from the Gemara that we find, there really is no such thing as the three weeks. There really is also no such thing as the nine days. In Halacha, we find that Tishavav, there's Halachas of Avelas, and there's Halachas of Avelas of Shvu Shachalbay, the week of Tishavav. That we find in the Gemara. And B'derach Klal, the truth is, Sfardim, Achenu B'nei Sfarad, that's pretty much what they stick with. They stick with the Halachas of Avelis as it is in the Halacha, in the Gemara, and so on. And so for Ashkenaz, for, so for Sfardim, uh, very limp, there's minhagim, a slight Minhagim here and there, but B'derach Klal, they stick with how it is in the Gemara, which is Tishavav, obviously, is a day of Avelis, and Shavu by the week of Tishavav. Ashkenazim, that's where it developed this idea of expanding that Avelis, or we'll see in a second how to define it, but we have this idea of not just Tishabav, the week of Tishabav, that's Halacha, that's Gemara. But there's such an idea as the nine days, right? Which, um, again, to, to explain, I mean, there is a significance to the nine days in terms of it being the beginning of Rosh Chodesh Av, Mishnah says, Mimat and Besimcha. And so there, there are some Halachas, you know, so it's not like completely Minig based. There are some Halachas of what it means, Mimat and Besimcha, but the Halachas that, we're, that we associate with the nine days and so on, not eating meat and. Uh, <laughs> all these different things and uh, laundering and so on. That's uh, Ash- Minig Ashkenaz was to have such a thing as the nine days, and then Minig Ashkenaz was to even expand it further to have a thing called the three weeks. <coughs> that already from the three weeks, not the chasnas and music and so on. It's all minhagim. It's not from the Gemara. Svardim, I believe most Svardim mechazas. No, I think so. I think so. Um, I'm pretty sure. It could be some communities not, but uh, I'm pretty sure. The end of the Gemara, it's totally, it's completely fine. <coughs> so. Let's see like this. So, but we're going to see. So again, even though it's all based on minhagim, the three weeks to the nine days. But let's understand what the uh, what the nature of these minhagim are. And from there, again, as I said, we'll see the the panemius, what the what's happening in the nefesh. Okay. So if you take a look at the first marakim we have, this is a, a piece of uh, from the Shulchan Aruch in Simen Tovkuf Nun Aleph. Okay, Tovkuf Nun Aleph Sif Tes. It's talking about the halachas of of this time. So even though, again, like I said, the Svardim don't necessarily have these halachas, but, the, but, the, but some of them, the Mechaber does bring down the, it's interesting, he brings down some of the Ashkenazim in Hakim, which is rare in Shulchan Aruch, but he does do that. So the Shulchan Aruch writes like this, Yesh again, there are those that have the custom, Shloi lechel basar yayin, not to eat meat or to drink wine, b'shabazu. That's the first thing he says. There are those that have the minig not to eat, eat, eat meat or drink wine in the week of Tishavav. Okay, fine. There are those that extend already from the nine days. That's, that's our uh, general minute by Ashkenazim, not to eat meat or drink wine from from the nine days. And there are those that even have the minute 
Mi from already Shavas Ratam is not to eat meat or drink wine. Now, I'm not familiar with anyone that has such a minig, but that's what the Rishulchan Aruch does record, that there's a minig of, uh, of uh, the nine days, not meat, no meat and, and, and wine during the nine days, that we, that's the general minig by Ashkenazim, but there's even such a minig going back to the three weeks. Okay, that's what the Shulchan Aruch brings down. Now, <clears throat> so those are the three things. Again, the, the week of Tisha B'Av, the nine days, and the three weeks. So let's understand the nature, based on this halacha, the nature of the difference between these, uh, these times. In Marmokah number two, the Ramah, also over there, in the next halacha, the Ramah discusses maybe some heterim to be able to have meat uh, and drink wine during these times. And it's interesting, the heterim that the Ramah brings is different whether you're talking about nine days, the week of Tisha B'Av, and, and, and so on. So take a look at Marmokah number two. This is again from the Ramah. The Ramah says, Ubesudas mitzvah, when it comes to Ubesudas mitzvah, Kigayim, let's say, Mila, Pekna Ben, Siyam Esechta, Sudas Eresin, so anything that's a, a Sudas mitzvah. So the Ramah says, Eichlin Basar V'shaisen Yain, so then you have a heter to eat meat or drink wine. And he says, Kol HaShayachim L'Suda, and this heter applies to anyone that's shaykh to the Suda. What does it mean that you have a shaykh to the Suda? So the place can say, it means that you would have gone anyway. No, it's, like a, it's not just like a random, you know, uh, you happen to hear uh, you know, uh, music playing, so you go to, uh, to the bris or something like that. If you're someone that would have gone anyway, so that means that you're shaykh to the suda, and then you could have meat and wine during that time. The Ramah says, but it's recommended not to go crazy with this, not to all of a sudden expand your, your list to three, you know, 300, you know, 3,000 people and so on. That's the, that's the, the Ramah. Says the Ramah further, However, that's only when it comes to, let's say, the nine days. Right? Or those that have the minig of not eating meat or drinking wine even during the three weeks. So during the three weeks or nine days, so then you have this hetter. If you're shaykh to the suda, if you're invited to the chasana or the bris meal or whatever, so it's fine. Ushvu shachal the week of tishvav proper. So then, ein lechol basar ein yain. Then to eat meat and to drink wine, rak minion mitzumsum. It only has to be a minion. Once it's beyond a minion for, for uh, the chasana or the bris, whatever the case may be, then there's no heter of uh, anyone else outside of that minion eating, drink, eating meat or drinking wine. Now, by the way, even though he's talking about the week of Tisha the, the, the this idea of not eating meat and drinking wine, even during the week of Tisha that's also just a minute. So there are other, other halachas of avails, as I said, from the Gemara during the week of Tisha B'Av. Mm-hmm. Eating meat and drinking wine is not one of them. So this is pure minig, even when it comes to the week of Tisha B'Av. But this is the Ramah setting up. That when you have this, again, this minig of, eating, of not eating meat and drinking wine, there's different levels to it. The, there's a minig of the week of Tisha B'Av. There's an expanded minig of the nine days. An expanded minig of even the three weeks. And says the Ramah, the heter to sort of break this, varies. If, if it's the three weeks and nine days, as long as you're invited to the Suda Smitzvah, you could eat meat and drink wine. If it's the week of Tisha B'Av, then even being invited is not enough. It has to be, you have to be part of the, the, the minion. And once it's beyond the minion, so then there's no hatter. Okay. Now the, the makar of this Ramah is from early Ashkenazi sources, the Maril and others. And so the question is like, what's pshat? Like, what exactly is the hatter? Like, what, what, what exactly is the understanding of this? That if it's the three weeks, nine days, as long as you're invited, it's good enough. But once the week of Tisha B'Av, then all of a sudden, you have to only the minion by itself. Like, what's the understanding of that? Okay, so it's like this. Let's go back to, to, to the beginning. Again, this idea of, of the, this minig of not eating meat and drinking wine. Mm-hmm. The week of Tisha B'Av, nine days, and the three weeks. 
again, like I said, the minig of Ashkenazim is the nine days, but there was this minig, the Shulchan Aruch records it even the three weeks. What's the, what's the reason behind it? Why, why, what's the, the differences? So you don't have this in front of you, but the Beis Yosef in, uh, in his Pirashan tour brings down from a number of Rishonim that this minig developed for a number of different reasons. And the, the reasons for why you don't even eat or drink wine is going to tell you when, what time period the minig kicks in. So, for example, the Beis Yosef brings down one source that one reason for the minig of not eating minig drinking wine is because from Shavasa Batamas, from today, as we said it by Slichas just a few minutes ago, Butal HaTamid. The carbon tamid was, was stopped. The, the enemy stopped us from being able to bring the carbon tamid. And they stopped us from being able to bring Nesachim, to bring the wine libations on the Mizbech too. So since the carbon tamid, which is meat, and the Yain Nesach, which is, uh, which is wine, was stopped from Shuas Batamas, so Mela were Meshtatef in the Tsar of the Rabbanish and so we also refrain from eating meat and drinking wine. Now, if that's the reason, okay, then that clearly fits with the Minig, of not eating meat and drinking wine from Shavas Batamazana. Okay, that's the reason for not for that minute from the three weeks, because you know the Tamid was stopped, Karbanas were stopped, meat and, and wine of Hashemis Baruch was stopped, so we also refrain. The Basyasa brings another source for this minute, which is that the Gemara tells us a number of places, ain't simcha ella bebasavayain, that wine and meat brings out simcha. And Mishanichnasav Mematan the Simcha. So the male of the minute developed not to even drink wine because of Mishanichnasav Matan Basimcha. Now if that's the reason, then that is the reason for not eating and drinking wine for the nine days, because that's when mematim b'simcha kicks in. So if, the, again, so if the reason for, why do we not eat and drink wine? If it's because we uh, want to commemorate the loss of karbanas, then that's going to be from Shoaz Batanas. If it's because mematim b'simcha, then that'll be from the nine days. Now what about this minig, though, of only refraining from meat and wine during the week of Tisha B'av? What's Peshaw with that? So the Beis Yosef doesn't bring any sources to explain that minute. That we need the Vilna Gain. The Gra in Shulchan Aruch, when on, this, on that halacha that we saw in, the, in Marmaka number one, that there are those that have a minute of not eating meat and drinking wine the week of Tisha B'av, the Gra brings you to a Gemara in Baba Basra. Okay? So take a look at Marmaka number three. This is the Gemara in Baba Basra that the, the Gra takes you to. Ton Rabbanu. The Gemara says, the rabbis told me, Shechar of Habayis Bishniya. When the second base of English was destroyed, Rabu Prushim Biyisrael, there was an influx, there was a huge amount of Prushim, of people that uh, were very from and started to refrain from certain things because of the Churban Beis Amigdash. And they started Shleilech Abbasar, they stopped eating meat and drinking wine completely, not just uh, one day of the year, like completely, they stopped. Now, Nitzvah Rabbi Yeshua. So Rabbi Yeshua heard about this group of Prushim, and he, uh, you know, he, he engaged them in the following way. Amr And he said, Bana, he said, my children, Why are you not eating meat and drinking wine? So Amr they said, We're supposed to eat meat. Meat was brought on the Mizbech. Now there's no Mizbech. How can we eat, How can we eat meat? We should drink wine. That was poured on the mizbech. And now there's no mizbech. We can't bring ourselves to eat meat and drink wine. Amr lahem. So Rabbi Shua said to them, well, <laughs> according to your logic, then how can you eat bread? Right? There's no minchas, the flower offerings also were, were, you know, are no longer, so you can't eat, uh, eat bread. They said, okay, fine. You're right. You know what? We're not going to eat bread anymore. Now we'll just have fruit. So he said, Paris you're not going to be able to eat fruit either. Shikvar Batla Bikur, right? Bikur, most of the first fruits, we don't have that, uh, that carbon either. 
So they said, okay, listen, Bikurim is only the Shiva Saminim, the seven species. We'll eat, uh, we'll eat peaches all day. That's all we'll eat. So they said, no. Uh, but he said, Mindlinishta. Okay, fine. You want to find an excuse to eat uh, peaches and plums. Mindlinishta, you're not going to be able to drink water. Because the water libation on Sukkot is gone. So you can't drink water. Shaskus, so they had no response. So what are we supposed to do? So Amr Lahem, so Rabbi Shua said like this. He said, Bonai. So let me tell you something. Not to have any Avelos because of the base of Migdash, it's Yasher. You can't, you, can't, you can't do that. You cannot have any Avelos. The Gezerah of the Churm base of Migdash was already, and you certainly have to have Avelos. You have to mourn over it. But to mourn more than normal, it's also impossible. Because we don't make a decree on the tzibur, unless most of the tzibur could sustain, could handle it. And what you're asking for is avelos to the extent of not meat and wine all year long. It's impossible. Therefore, you have to trust us, uh, said Rabbi Shua, trust us, Chachamim, and we're going to be magder for you. We'll give you the, the directives of what levels of Avelos is, 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 is uh, sustainable for Klai Yisrael. And then he gives some examples of Zech L'Churban's Sarad the Mespesim, Shambhad Avimut, like when you, uh, uh, you know, build a new home, so to leave a Zech L'Churban there, uh, things that are manageable. So this is what the Gemara says. The Grub bring, again, let's go, what are we talking about? Again, trying to figure out why there's a minig of not eating meat and drinking wine during the week of Tisha B'Av, and the Grub brings you to this Gemara. What's he saying? What the Grub is telling us is as follows, is that what this Gemara is telling us is that although Rabbi Yeshua was correct, obviously, which is that never eating meat and never drinking wine is a velos that's too great to bear. Kal Yisrael cannot handle such a thing. And therefore, in terms of a velos which is ongoing throughout the whole year, Rabbi Yeshua says, trust me, there are specifics that Chazal tell us that we should do, which is and different inyanim like that. You know, breaking a glass by chasana, things like this which are manageable. But, but to never eat meat and to never drink wine, unmanageable. But what the Grah is telling us though is, but you know what is manageable? Not to eat meat and drink wine the week of Tisha B'Av. That already is manageable. So what the, what the Grah is telling us is that the makar of not eating meat and drinking wine the week of Tisha B'Av is not as like a, a, to remind us of the karbanas being lost from Shabbos B'Tamas. And it's not because matam is simcha, but it's an act of avelos. It's an act of avelos. It's an act of mourning. That we're, our way of expressing mourning over the Beis HaMikdash is by not eating meat and drinking wine. Now usually such an avelos, as the Gemara says, to do such an avelos all year long is uh, too much. But uh, the week of Tishvav is manageable. Okay. So, in other words, you follow that? that that's, that's, that's what the Gros is saying. Yeah. So, it's interesting. That, that's a, that's a, yeah, he, he is. So, the truth is, the Rishayim is saying the reason why a regular Avil is allowed to eat meat and drink wine is because for regular Avil, you have sort of two opposite um, ex- things working together. On the one hand, you have Avelos. And you also have a mitzvah that other people have towards the avil of nicham avelim. So Rishonim say the reason why a regular avil is allowed to eat meat and drink wine is, mitzvah, is because he has to be open to the mitzvah of nicham avelim, of comforting. But when it comes to the avelos of, of the Churm Beis HaMikdash, there's, no, uh, there's no counter of nicham, of, of nechama right now. And so therefore, in other words, usually it, it, would, it would be true that an avil, atzah avelim, why, why, why is Basar and Yayin an expression of Avelos? Not eating it? Yeah, probably because it's associated with Simcha, so they refrain from it. But the point is that a regular Avel really would have the halach of not eating men and drinking wine. It's just that there's this, 
counter halacha of he has to be able to be consoled. So we allow him to eat and drink wine, so that he should be able to accept uh, nechama. But when it comes to Beis Hamikdash, there's none of that. So hilchas avelus of Beis Hamikdash dictate not to eat and drink wine. Okay. Again, just not to eat and drink wine mitzad avelus of Beis Hamikdash all year long. That's what Yeshua said is uh, is oh, it's too much. But for that week, it's nishke ferlach. So in other words, what we have right now, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, what would you have done here? Where you made a gzeris akasa, which is what the Gemara says. If, if, if the if the leader of Rabbi Yeshua would have continued by saying, you know, you can't not uh, misabel. Yeah. We have to be misabel. It's in our heart. It's in our everything. We must be misabel. Right. Right. He didn't say that, which means that he wants to say it's a gzeira of the rabbanu, and we must go by the rabbanu. Mm-hmm. There are no individualistic edicts. But it's interesting. But, but, but what Rabbi Shua because, is doing... If, let me finish. And if, if he would... And because he did it this way, you've yeah. got to go with the Rabbana. You can't make your own... Yes, we all love, we all miss, we all must cry, we, we, we feel it. Right. It's not individualistic. So, it's true. And that's, 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 that's the real Kiddush of the Grovi here, is that the Grovi is saying that the minig that developed... Again, it's only a minig. But the minig that developed of not eating meat and drinking wine during that week is coming from at least the, 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 the sensibilities that are being expressed so in this Gemara. are not individualistic. That's my point. Right, okay. It's the heart is yuridic, yeah. but I must go with my will. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, the, that's how the minig developed. It wasn't uh, an individual person, right? That's exactly. What you say. Right, could be. How does the grow? Let me just do we go nine days. Let's say. Okay, so, so that's what we're going to see. Okay, so what what we see from all of this is that this idea of refraining from eating meat and drinking wine from the three weeks until Tishabov is fundamentally it fundamentally shifts and fundamentally changes. In other words, when it, let's say those that have a minute of not eating meat and drinking wine during the three from the from Shavuot to Thomas, why is that? That's not an expression of avelus. It's an expression of avelus. It's just that. The, the Rabbanu Shalom lost his meat and, and wine, so we'll refrain from our meat and our wine too. Are, and then you move on. on Sorry? So, yeah, I'm saying for three, it's, it, it, but he's saying it's not Mitzad Avelis, that's the Nakuda. When it comes to Shavuot Shabbat Thomas. Right, so, it, so if Hakadosh Baruch lost his meat, then he also lost his, 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 his water. So, what, yeah, okay. I, oh, you, you think Mitzad that one? Yeah, okay, it could be. It could be. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Huh? You can't, you, can't, you can't deal with that. You have Shalom. Yeah, Shalom. Yeah, so you think so, not do anything. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. That's how, maybe that's why we don't have such a minute anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Shulchan brings it down, but I don't know if anyone uh, has such a thing. Maybe that's the, the time against it. I'm not sure. But when, so when it comes to the three weeks, again, that's, it's not a velus. It's just a response. He, the Rabbanishim lost his things, so we'll refrain from our things. And even when the nine days, why is it from, from the nine days? Is what? So again, we, uh, there's a certain level of simcha that meat and wine might bring out. We want to refrain from that. But once it comes to the week of Tishabav, then it completely, sh- the, the concept shifts. Not eating meat and drinking wine is not just sort of a, 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 from a distance, a response to lack of korbanis or avoiding, uh, you, know, you know, getting into super simcha mode. It's avelus. It's avelus. And as all of a sudden, the churm beis hamigdash becomes something personal, and it becomes mamish something that we're misavalon. And one of the ways that we express our avelus is what is by not eating meat and drinking wine. So this is so again, even though the Gro is saying this as if there's like three different minhagim, my suggestion is that even our minig, which is to already not eating meat from 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 the nine days, 
but already once it continues for the nine days and gets into the week of Tisha B'av, that transition takes place too. So even nowadays that we're stopping from meat and wine from the nine days, so when it's day one, you know what I'm saying, from Meshchaydish Av, it's only because of avoiding Simcha, fine. But once it gets to the week of Tisha B'av, then beyond just avoiding Simcha, it is an Avelis element that kicks in. That's what the Gros is telling us. Now, if, yeah? So, so it's true, though there are some uh, aspects of Avelis, but it, it's, it is complicated. I'm not going to be able to, to go through that. Maybe that's a shame, but the Kamehameha will be able to go through those sugis properly. But a lot, it's, what's very interesting about these halachas, again, three weeks, nine days, and so on, is that th- there's, there's um, <laughs> one of the Iker Lumdesin that are revolving around this time is that although we're doing things that are reminiscent of Avelis, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's because of Avelis. So that, that's one of the major keys to understand the halachas of the three weeks and the nine days is that there's a divide between what you're doing and, and it, what a person is doing is similar to what a novel does, but it's coming from a different place. So, that's, um, so I have to go through each one sort of individually, but in terms of wine and meat, that's the gross telling us that the week of Tisha B'Av, it's mitzad avelis. So let's go back what we started, right? Remember the Ramah, right? The Ramah said that in order to break this, in order to be able to eat and drink wine, fundamentally different. When it comes to the three weeks or the nine days, you want to be able to break it, just be invited to the bris and you're fine. But when it comes to the week of Tisha B'Av, only that minion mitzumsum. What's the, why? So the answer is as follows. If it's the three weeks and the nine days, so why are you, are you refraining from meat? Because again, Simcha, or the Rabbanish lost his meat, so I'll lose my meat, right? But that's all talking about Basar and Yain of Rajus. In other words, Basar and Yain, that's not uh, special. That's just a regular piece of steak and a regular Lachayim. Fine. So I don't want to, you know, Mamaitim Simcha or, you know, to be Mishtatev, sort of a Bitsarosim Shalkash Baruchum, He lost his Karbanas, so I'll lose my thing. But, but that's only true, the Minik develops, in terms of Basar and Yain, that's called Basar and Yain of Rajus. Basar Yain of Mitzvah, that this is not my Simcha. Because when I'm going to a, 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 a Sima Sechta and, 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 the, and the, Baal, you know, the Baal Simcha is giving out uh, l'chaims or something, or, he's, or, or they're eating meat, it's not called like, I'm, doing my, like I'm, I'm eating my meat, I'm drinking my wine, there are a bunch of them sitting there without his. Or I'm doing something to be marbib a Simcha as if it's my... It's not my Simcha, it's, it, it, it's a Simcha Shal Mitzvah. So of course there's no issue of having meat and drinking wine when it's that Simcha. But that's only true, and therefore, as long as you're invited, as long as you're part of the party, it's fine, because it's not, it's not my party. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bus or yayin shal mitzvah, it's fine. But when it comes to the week of Tisha B'Av, where the, the halacha of not, the minig of not eating and drinking wine is not because of stam simcha or whatever, it's hilchas avelas. Then the only way to overcome that is if you have to establish this as your yantif. It's not, it's not enough to be invited to someone else's party. If, if, the, pers- if, if, if the person is an ovil over the base of Mikdash, the only way to overcome that is to change, is, is to transform that day of Avelis into that person that, that he is the Baal Simcha. And this is what we find, we do find this in Halacha, that, there is a, that, that, that there's an idea that, that, that it has to be your yantif in order for to overcome that Avelis. Let me give you an example. Take a look at Marmaka number four. It's a tour in Tafkov Nuntes. Now he's talking about a specific scenario of Tisha B'av that's a Nidcha. Now let's say Tisha B'av falls out on Shabbos. So you don't fast on Tisha B'av, so get on, on Shabbos, so it's pushed off to Sunday. And then because of that, the, 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 the fast is much lighter, it's uh, more lenient. 
So, because, uh, so let's see what the Shulchan Aruch, what the Torah says. Maisa shechal tishuva b'Shabbos. It was a story that tishuva fell on Shabbos. V'nidcha alach machrasai. was pushed off to Sunday. V'yarabenu yayvitz ba'al habris. And this, uh, this Rishon, the, the Rabbeinu Yaivitz, was making a bris. V'yispal mincha b'yda yom gadol, and he'd have mincha early. V'rochatz, and he took a shower on, on the fast of Tishavav. And he broke his fast because he was making a bris. And the way the, the Rabbeinu Yaivitz explained it is that it's my, it, this is my, I'm making a bris today. That means it is my yontif. And so the fact that now you have this uh, conflict. On the one hand, it's the fast of Tishva, which means it's the day of Avelis. But on the, one, on the other hand, I'm making a bris, which means it's a yontif. And so said the Rabbeinu Yaivitz, since Tishva of that particular situation was a nidcha, so my yontif being the Babris, overcomes the day of Avelis. In, or, in other words, in order to overcome this day being a day of Avelis, you have to establish it as your Yontif. So by Tishavah Bethnidcha, it's not so difficult to do that because the fast is not so severe. So if, it's a, if you have a Simcha, you could overcome that. And a Varaya, and Rabbeinu Yavitz brought a proof from this, from a Mishnah. Mihod Tanya from a Brisa. The Brisa says in Erevin, Omar Belazav Tzadik, one of the Tanoim, Ani hayisi b'bnei Sano ben Binyamin. I was from a mishpacha of Sanoa from the family of Binyamin. The Chal Tishuva B'Shabbos, and there was a particular scenario where Tishuva was on Shabbos. V'dachinu alacher Shabbos, and was pushed off to Sunday. V'saninu bite, and we started fasting. V'loi but we did not complete the fast. Why? And they say yontif shalonu, because it's our yontif. Why is it our yontif? So the Gemara explains, because his mishpacha, they had a tradition that, uh, that they had a chalik in bringing, supplying wood to the Beis HaMikdash during that time of the year. And so every time it's that time of year, their mishpacha had a yantif because of it. So usually, you know, you still have to fast Tishvah because Tishvah is so severe. But if it's a nidcha, then yantif shalonu pushes off the avelas of a Tishvah that's nidcha. The truth is, we find it's not only by a Tishvah that's pushed off, but we find this even uh, in other scenarios. Take a look at Marmok number five. Also, the Shulchan Aruch in Tav Kuf Nun Aleph, the Ramah. He says as follows, Mila Let's say there's a bris mila that falls from during the nine days, basically. Noigin, the minigis, Shamoyel, Balbris, Davia Ben, the Moyel, the uh, the Balbris, Davia Ben, and so on, everyone that's you know, the Bali Simcha. Laivshin Big Day Shabbos, they wear their Shabbos clothes, and uh, and it's it's their Yantif. Avabalav Hachi, if it wasn't for the bris, then Asr, then you can't wear Shabbos clothes. Afilu B'Shabbos Shal Chazayin, that's the sheet of the Ramah, that even on Shabbos Chazayin, not to wear the Shabbos clothes. We don't, we don't do that, but that's uh, the Ramah says. In other words, the, again, the same, the same idea, which is that there's such a, there's such a thing as Avelos, it's true. But in order to get rid of that Avelos, you have to establish it as a day of your Yantif. And so when it's, uh, so if a person's making a Simcha, let's say the person's making a bris, the, a, a person making a bris, for example, it's so much yuryantiv that it's able to push off even tishuv of itself if it's a nidcha. Or the Ramah says a bal, you know, a bal simcha making a, making a bris mila could push off uh, the nine days. Right? So let's go back. Again, the Ramah said you want to be able to eat meat and drink wine. So if it's during the three weeks of the nine days, just be invited to the, to the Suda and you're fine. But when it's the week of Tishabav, you have to be part of that core minyan. What's the chilat? So again, is, is as follows. When it's the three weeks and the nine days, why are you not eating meat and drinking wine? Because you're an avil? No. Because you don't, you don't want to rub it in Hashem's face that I have meat and you don't. Or you don't want to overdo, overdose in, in semcha. Okay. But that's when it comes to my personal meat and wine. I'm, doing, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this because it's a, it's a surah's mitzvah. 
So that the Rabbanu is not offended by that. And there's no problem of, of being besemcha when it's a, a Suda mitzvah. That's, that's fine. But when it comes to the week of Tisha B'Av, it's not because of that. The week of Tisha B'Av is, like the girl pointed out, Avelos. So when it comes to Avelos, the only way to overcome that is that you have to push your Avelos off by establishing today as your Yontif. How do you establish it as your Yontif if you're not the one making the bris? So if you're the core minion... Right? So then we consider it that it's your, it's, it's your yontif too. And that's why in order to eat meat and drink wine, says the Ramah, the week of Tisha B'Av, it's not enough to be invited. You, in order, because being invited doesn't make it your simcha. It doesn't make it that you're the bal simcha. We, to make it you're the bal simcha, you have to be part of that core minion. And once you're the bal simcha as being part of that core minion, then what? Then the yontif that you are now, that now it's your yontif, now pushes off your avelis, and now you can have meat and wine. So that's the... That's the insight. That's the that's the idea. Now, what does this tell us? Now, if you take just taking a step back, what we see from all of this is something very interesting: is that the same churban based amigdash that obviously we're commemorating and thinking about from the beginning of the three weeks, right? Even when it comes to this halach of eating meat and drinking wine, like it's all revolving around churban based amigdash. But our our sensitivities and our relationship with the based amigdash actually becomes, if you think about it, more personal as time goes on. Because when it comes to the three weeks, from the moment of the three weeks on, why, are we not eating, why, why don't you eat meat or drink wine again, those that have such a minute, from a distance. The Rabbanu Shalom lost his thing, so it's not, it's not nice. You know, it's not nice. Okay, then it gets to the nine days. Then already the, what the, the loss of the Beis HaMikdash becomes a little bit more acute and we're more sensitive to it, where it's not just like, I don't want to rub it in Hashem's face. But then by the week of Tisha B'Av, the Beis HaMikdash and the loss of the Beis HaMikdash becomes even more personal, that it becomes your personal Avelis. Now this is, this is interesting, which means that as the, in Epidemius, what's happening is, is that as you get closer to Tisha B'Av, you're actually becoming more connected to the Beis HaMikdash. More connected to the Beis HaMikdash. It's not the shot that just the Avelis is intensifying and the Chumras become stronger because we're just closer to that day. In Pneumius, what's happening is, is that within the Nefesh Yisraeli, within the Neshama, there's a deeper hiskashras being made between you and the Beis HaMikdash as time gets closer and closer to Tisha B'Av. So, so automatically, as a result of that deeper tie-in, well, yeah, let's be in a second, so, but, but as a result of that, of that integration, that deeper connection between you and Beis HaMikdash, so automatically our, 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 you know, our, our response to the loss of the Beis HaMikdash becomes more personal. So in the beginning, it's like some from a distance, until you get to the week of Tisha B'Av, where Mamish becomes your personal Avelis. Now, the reason for this is because, I, like I mentioned this on Friday night, the Rabbanu Hashem always makes it in such a way where the most, um, the most, uh, uh, the, 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 la, the, the, the least expected type of Indian is going to be packaged in the opposite of what you would expect. Like it's all, the Rabbanu Hashem likes... Uh, like, you know, the, uh, like the wow moment, you know, <laughs> he likes doing that. So Davka, these three weeks, you would think that as you get closer to Tisha B'Av, there's, 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 Golis is getting thicker and thicker, and we become more distant from the Beis HaMikdash. But the truth is, in Pneumius, these three weeks are shining with Kedushas Beis HaMikdash, it's shining with Kedushas Eretz Yisrael. On the outside, it's the opposite. On the outside, it's, it's the one time of the year where, which we're, where, where clearly we were, we were kicked out of Eretz Yisrael. We, were, we, had, we lost the basement during this time, so clearly our connection seems to be weakest. But in Pneumius, it's Venahapeichu. This is a time where the connection is deepest. And, be, the, and because, think about this for a second, because the connection to the Beis HaMikdash becomes more internalized, 
during this time, that's how we're able to lose the base Hamikdash and still survive. Like, how, how is it possible that Taka, we, we're outside of Eretz Yisrael, we don't have a base Hamikdash, and we're still able to make it? Thousands of years. So, say it's a miracle. But miracles also have a system to it. It's not just, you know, you can't just say miracle and answer, but that's not an answer. The, 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 the reason, the, 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 the secret of our survival without the Beis HaMikdash is because the moment the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed on Tishabov, the Beis HaMikdash transitioned from being a, a physical place exclusively to become entrenched and ingrained and, and, uh, and, and burnt into the, into the Nefesh, the Israeli, into the Neshama. And from that point on, wherever we go, we're walking Bate HaMikdash. And so that reality of the Beis HaMikdash becoming more integrated within, within Klal Yisrael is exactly what was necessary to allow us to survive without a physical place. And when Mashiach comes, that Beis HaMikdash that we're waiting for, the third Beis HaMikdash, the reason why it's going to never be destroyed, like, what, why will it never be destroyed? Like, what, what exactly, like, Hashem just promises we're never going to mess up again. The answer is because until now, the first two Bate HaMikdash, they were, they were temples, they were buildings certainly holy, and it definitely had an effect on all of us. But the first Tubat Amigdash was not a, material, a materialization of the Beis Amigdash within the soul of the Jewish people. The third Beis Amigdash is going to be that Beis Amigdash which is the Neshama in physical form. So just as, as Klai Yisrael can't be destroyed, the Beis Amigdash won't be destroyed either. And that, again, that Indian of the Beis Amigdash becoming more personal and actually becoming integrated within who we are that actually happens on Tisha B'av. And as we get closer to Tisha B'av, the Beis HaMikdash becomes something more personal and more enmeshed. And you see that even in Halacha. That's the point of here. That in Halacha we see, as you get closer to Tisha B'av, the, 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 the relationship we have with the Churban becomes more intimate and more personal. That's not just some thing. That's a simon that's telling us of what's really happening within the Nefesh. Within the Nefesh is the same thing. As we get closer to Churban Beis HaMikdash, that Beis HaMikdash begins to become... become integrated within the Jewish people to the point of where all that's lost is an empty shell. Right? What, uh, Chazal even say that, right? That by the time the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, the Shekhinah already left. The Shekhinah left, and all that was was just uh, Eitz and Vavanim. Where did the Shekhinah go? The Shekhinah doesn't like, go back home. The Shekhinah becomes one with the Jewish people. We go into Gulf, the Shekhinah comes with us. We were, we, we were the Beis HaMikdash. We are the Beis HaMikdash. That's what it is. So now, when the, as you get closer to Tisha B'av, Adaraba, the loss of that, the loss of the Beis Hamikdash becomes more personalized in Halacha because guess what? You are a Beis Hamikdash, and what you're mourning on Tisha B'av is not the loss of a building. What you're mourning is your own personal galus and the fact that your the, the, the kedusha of your own life is not, uh, you know, blossoming the way it should be. That's what that's what Avelis is about. It's not about a building. Yeah. Does that explain? Obviously, explains the progression of Avelis. Exactly the opposite of what we're knowing three weeks, nine days, Jewish Kovoy, Tishabot. In the Avelis, he gets weaker as time goes on. Oh, right. Well, Right, right, right. And therefore, a day after, a day after, a day after, a day after, a day very good and point. That's because it's in us. Right, very good and point. We're getting so close to the Shekhinah that it's in us. And my, my writing used to say, how could you not fast? How could you eat? <laughs> right, how could you eat? <laughs> right. I don't need to eat. Right, right. So so it's a very good point. It's a very good point. Taka, because when it comes to regular Avelos, so the Avelos. Avelos... 
Now listen, it's a, it's a good place to come from. He doesn't, he doesn't touch the knees. These are, I he, he didn't, you know, he, he didn't say it openly. I don't know. He, 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 these, these are, like, it's, it's funny, like, these are his sugis. Like, yeah, he, he said, I can't imagine coming to the age where I can't fast by no kidding. I need it. Right. I need it for my, my connection to Hashem. It's amazing. He used to say when it comes to Yom Kippur, he said, I think I probably know the Avaidah of Yom Kippur as well as the kind of Islam. But, 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 but what that is, like what the Avaidah really is, I have no idea. That's what uh, he used to say. Yeah, he, was a, he was a deep person. Okay, so Rabban Shoshal, we should have to find the base image within ourselves. And when we do that, uh, enough of us didn't do that, we'll be able to find it in the higher bias too. All right,